Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father, through His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Word of God that calls for our attention this morning comes to us from the Gospel reading from Mark chapter 7, verses 34 and 35. And looking up to heaven, Jesus sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. So far our text. In the region of the Decapolis, a man rejoices and praises God, as we are called to do in Psalm 146. He rejoices fully for the first time, because he had been deaf and had a speech impediment. An outsider, both ritually and ethnically, his life was now opened by the Savior. Jesus begins to open his life by opening his ears And loosing his tongue. But why would Jesus want open lives? In our Old Testament reading, Isaiah reminds us, Your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. And these sound like horrible words. Until the next verse tells us what that recompense, what that vengeance is. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. The vengeance, the recompense, is that reversal of everything that is wrong in this world. The fact, as we'll sing during communion this morning, He breaks the power of canceled sin. He sets the prisoner free. That He comes to break oppression, to set the captive free. And if you were to talk to any of those people, the blind, the deaf, the lame, the mute, they would all tell you that yes, they are oppressed. Yes, they are captive and imprisoned in their own bodies by circumstances beyond their own control. And yes, they would give anything to be able to get rid of it. That's what Jesus says. That He has come to do. To open the lives of everyone who believes and take refuge in Him. And He does it sometimes in a very abstract way. As to each one of us. As He has given us the Holy Spirit to believe His Word. To believe the promises that He gives us in that Word. But there were times where He did do it very physically like with this man in the Decapolis, where he puts his fingers into the man's ears. Jesus physically takes this man, grabs him by the head, makes sure he's not going anywhere. And then, probably the most disgusting thing that we can say Jesus has ever done, he spits on the guy's tongue. Because if you look back, it says... He grabs him by the head, puts his fingers in his ears, and then spitting, touched his tongue. His fingers are still in the guy's ears. He's not touching it with them. But it shows the depth that Jesus is willing to go to, to open the lives of those who are closed. That's exactly what we have in Jesus. As He comes down, the Lord of Lords in human vesture, in body and the blood. And He gives that very body and blood 
to you and to me as heavenly food to open our lives. But for what purpose? Why does Jesus want our lives open? Because an open life is one of praise. It is one who is like the man who was deaf and mute, saying with every breath that he has the wonderful things that Jesus has done. But in that, he's doing the exact opposite of what Jesus told him. Because Jesus charged him to tell no one. And he does that a few times early on in his ministry. We've heard it earlier with the resurrection of Jairus' daughter. With Peter's confession of Jesus as the Christ. To Peter, James, and John as they're coming down the mountain from the transfiguration. All of me says, tell no one until the time is right. As we'll sing later on, let all mortal flesh keep silence and with fear and trembling stand. As humans, we enjoy that command. We want to just be quiet and just let the world go by. Just kind of close ourselves in on ourselves and tell nobody about Jesus. But that's exactly the opposite thing of what Jesus was wanting. Because Jesus wants us to tell about Him. But He wants us to tell the right things. He doesn't want people going around and saying, Oh, wait, bring everybody to Him. This guy is like a miracle vending machine. We ask Him to heal the blind and He'll do it. He doesn't want that. He wants those who actually believe in His teaching. Not just there for the Miracles in the signs and the wonders. And Mark tells us the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. Because an open life wants to proclaim the praise of God from the rooftops. As the psalm tells us, I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. It's exactly what the deaf mute did. Is he praised God for being able to to now praise God. To hear others praise God. And he wanted to give God all glory, praise, and love. Just like the saints above. So here, the saints below. The church in heaven and on earth. Seek to praise God with our lives open. And that's where our reading from James comes in. Your open life is shown in the richness of your faithful works. James asked the question, Has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith? As we see in the Gospel readings, as we've seen in our Bible study in Acts, who does Jesus pick as His disciples? Who were the ones that get chosen as the apostles? The highly educated? The scholars? The rabbis? No. Simple fishermen, carpenters, and others who have no formal training of any kind. It's these who the world considers to be among the poor and the low that God chooses to be rich in faith. Because after all, it is our understanding of our own poorness, our own poverty, that brings us 
to God in the first place. That brings us to want to praise Him. And not only in word, but also in deed. James has that wonderful line that all Lutherans hate. Faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. We don't like it because we have been taught faith alone. Faith justifies. That's very true. But what faith? The faith of just knowing and having memorized the story of Jesus? I mean, that's great. And if you have the desire to do that, go for it. But Jesus even says the devils have that same knowledge, have that same level of faith. But what James talks about in faith is faith that is open, faith that seeks to praise God. And praising happens a whole lot more in action than in words. There is the old adage, actions speak louder than words. And that is very true. Because it is by those actions that we praise God. It is by those actions that we show our lives open, not just to God, but to one another as well. Seeking not just our own personal gain, but the gain of those around us. Not so we can get the glory, but so God can have all the glory. Because the healing of the deaf mute It's not about Him. I mean, He gets the physical benefits from it. But it's a sign of us needing to open our hearts and our minds and our lives to what God has for us. We remember from Catechism the great verses from Ephesians 2. You you have been saved by grace. And this is not of yourself, not of works, that anyone may boast, but it's the gift of God. And we stop there. Because our Bibles have put a period there. But it goes on. For we are God's workmanship, created in His image to do the things that He has prescribed for us from before the beginning of the world. That is how we show our lives being open. That is how we show and praise our God to the world. Is that we do the things that He has prepared for us. Do the things, large or small, that give God the glory for everything that is in our lives. Amen.